Hello and welcome to The Pit and the Paddock. My name is Beck and I know nothing about Formula One. I have recently gotten into it in the last about four weeks, six weeks, and it is incredible. Um, I love it. I'm obsessed now. So I figured that there's a lot of other people like me who don't know anything about it, so we may as well all learn about Formula One together. Everything, everything, everything that we can. Um, I actually got into it initially because of the Fast and Furious movies and then also riding an electric scooter home one night when I'd been out. Um, and I never actually watched Drive to Survive until about two weeks ago and then I watched all four of them in four days. So it got it I've been bitten by the Formula One bug. Um I love it so far, no complaints. Um I mean a few complaints, but nothing major. Um mainly that who I want to be winning isn't winning. All that fun stuff. Um, I do not have a team, but I do support like individual drivers, um, Seb Vettel, Daniel Ricciardo, obviously. Um, I won't lie, I am a big Max fan, but I am also a big Lewis fan. Controversial, I know, but it's the truth. Honestly, I, I, I really enjoy watching nearly all of the drivers um, I think they all put on a great a great show not quite the right word that I'm looking for they all give it a good shot and it's all relatively enjoyable to watch um, a lot of fun antics take on take place um, yeah my main thoughts about Drive to Survive though were that um, it was so dramatic it really seemed so dramatic like they really seemed to push the whole mm, quote unquote Max is a villain um, story. And I just, I don't believe it. Like on, yes, on the track, he is confident and he can be quite abrupt but I think in order to win world championships, in order to win two world championships, in order to win multiple world championships, you need to be a little bit abrupt because you need to push other people. And if they crack, that's on them. That's not on you. That's why I won't lie. I'm a big fan. I won't get into 2021. Um, but... Yeah, I think that he's really been painted as a villain when he's really not. He's just doing his job to the best of his ability and the best of his ability is world champion. Um, <clears throat> I think that Checo has had such a shit run of cars and I think that he really and truly could have made it to be world champion had he been in some good cars um, he as we are seeing this year is incredible in the Red Bull 
He is consistent most of the time. He's reliable most of the time. He's exactly the kind of teammate that Max needs because he's an incredibly skilled driver and he's able to actually support Max's ventures to win the races, um, which I think is incredible. I think that's, that's great for him, for Max, but I think it's great for, for Checo because he finally gets to show the world what he's capable of because if he's in a car that is capable of the exact same things. Um, I am quite upset about the retirement of this year. Seb Vettel, I know you're listening. Please don't retire. I understand that you're retiring to spend time with your family. However, have you considered that I've only just gotten into the sport and I would like to watch you keep driving for at least one more year? Same goes for old Danny Rick, but allegedly has a reserve seat at Merck next year, which is great. I'm so happy about that. Hopefully he gets to do one of the uh, practices in Mullen next year. That would be wonderful. Um, I want to know when they're going to actually like release this information and it's not just going to be like speculation from the commentators. I think it was Ted. But I'm, I'm ever hopeful, ever hopeful that he can get into Merck and then they'll kick out old Torpedo Russell <laughs> and then Danny Rick's got a seat. <laughs> ever hopeful. But... I mean, we can only hope for now, can't we? We don't actually know just yet. Um, I, yeah, Seb, I am quite sad about him retiring. Again, I am so, so new to this, but I am quite sad about him retiring. I think he's wonderful as, like, an athlete. I keep forgetting that he is also an athlete and not just like a dad that they found on the side of the road and were like, do you want to drive a fast car? Um, and I understand that he joined when he was like very, very young also. So he hasn't always been a dad. But from what, from like the recent years, that's what it seems like. But I, I do forget that he is a high performance athlete. So I see him, you know, doing athlete things and I'm like oh oh yeah yeah he, he he does do that he is like athletic he is an athlete it's wild my brain is wild um I again like I said I watched Drive to Survive I think Kimmy should come out of retirement not to drive but just to be like there just to like hang out with Seb um Again, so that way neither of them have actually retired. <laughs> I think that they were just so funny together. Um, and I, I think that Kimmy, for such a, a man of little words, had such a huge personality. 
And I think that Seb, who also has a huge personality and is a man of many words, I think the two of them together was just pure perfection. And they were so funny together. Um, and like I watched the like awards night or whatever it's called, and Kimmy was fucked off his face, and it was just pure comedy, pure fucking comedy, because he just yeah, it just I think that they should both make their own team where they don't actually drive, they just go around doing interviews which I know is Kimmy's least favourite activity. Maybe he can drive and Seb can do the interviews. But something. I want them both there. Um, I really feel for Valtteri. He was used. He was really used um, for Lewis. Which, I mean, I kind of feel like joining Merc, you kind of know that that's what your role is. Like, your role is to be used. Your role is to be second to Lewis. But every time that he got a chance to shine and show off his skills, he was shut down because, well, it doesn't benefit Lewis in any way. And I think that he, his moving teams was a good idea. And, like, Valtteri moving to Alpha was a great idea because they have the ability to do well and he deserves he deserves to show off his talent and his skills um, without being overshadowed by his teammates. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Um, <laughs> but yeah I think Valtteri he really just deserves a chance to show off what he can do because he is a great driver I mean you don't get into Merck unless you're a great driver you don't stay at Merck unless you're a great driver um, but I would love to see him actually get a, a chance to show off his talent properly in a better car but, I mean, hey, what do I know? I've only been doing this for like five weeks. Um, one of the biggest things though that I've noticed kind of in the last five, six weeks is that if you're not a man, you're really not respected. Um, I mean, I, there was like all the drama with like the pit stop boys not with them, but their podcast made some questions and then those questions were answered very badly by external F1 media people and it just, then there was a comment this week about how, quote, females only watched Coda because Brad Pitt was there and that's all they're interested in seeing just completely disrespecting um, the fans of F1 who aren't men and I think that it's really disappointing um, I know Lewis came out this week talking about how much he wants to see more women in 
F1 and not just like not just drivers not just media people not just you know one in a team like he wants to see actual percentages of every team be female or be not a man and I really respect that I mean he's also said the same thing about getting a pathway for uh, female drivers to make it through to F1 but that starts with getting them into Formula 3 or Formula 2 um, like Jamie Chadwick who struggled with sponsorships struggled with money so couldn't afford to get into it um, especially because it is such an expensive sport and it does rely so heavily on sponsors if they're not willing to you know sponsor a woman then how are we expected how are we expecting that they're gonna make it if they don't have the same backing that a lot of the boys get it's ridiculous you know um, I just it's very irritating and as well just with the fact that you know Lewis is like the only black driver in the history how does that happen it's because it's inaccessible and in order to make it more accessible people have to be willing to take quote-unquote risks in who they're supporting and who they're sponsoring because the sport needs to be for everyone and if it's not for everyone then something is very very wrong with how it's being run um everyone deserves to have like that chance you know it, whether the inaccessibility is based on what you look like your gender how much money you have the sponsors um it's just it's quite irritating that you know people are actively excluded based on the fact that the sponsors don't want them i mean i just it's baffling how in 2022 this is still a conversation that's needing to be had but it's also just as frustrating when the journalists of a sport talk down on the fans of the sport and you know minimize them to well it's because the drivers are attractive it's because of this tv show it's because of this reason or whatever like maybe just maybe it's because actually women really enjoy the sport and girls really enjoy the sport and they are allowed to do that whether their reasoning for getting into the sport is the drivers are really hot or whether their reason for getting into the sport is i watched it with my parents growing up or like whatever the reasoning is doesn't mean that they're not just as big a supporter or enjoyer of the sport reasoning doesn't matter like I just there's a lot of things that have been said that don't make any sense to me but I guess there's a lot of things in the world that don't make sense to me so who can say now this race this week is in Mexico 
Um, and Valtteri has the race record of a minute 17.774. Um, he set that last year. Um, I, it seems very fast to me. That seems like a very fast record. I think they said it's the third shortest race at course or something. I don't know. I was listening to them this morning when they were doing the first practice. Um, I think they said that it was like the short, one of the shortest races, which is exciting because they do 71 laps, I believe. Um, but it has three DRS zones, which can change things. Um, that's all I know about it. Um, I know that Checo has been doing media all week. I think he flew directly from Austin last weekend <laughs> to Mexico just to actually start all of the media for the week. Um, I'm excited. I have a prediction of the top five. Um, fifth, I think, will be Hamilton. I don't think he quite has the pace. I think that he's really been struggling with not doing well. Uh, fourth, I think it's Carlos, purely because I want him to do well. Um, I would love a podium from him, but I think realistically, for a man with such horrific luck, don't think it's going to happen. Uh, third, I think, is Charles. I think he can do it. I think he has the pace. He has the speed. He also has a lot of bad luck, but I think that he can really pull through. Uh, second, I think, is Checo, purely because... I would love him to get on podium at home. And then I think Max is going to win. I don't know, every race I just think that Max is going to win. Um, from this point on, unless he DNFs, he's going to win, basically. <coughs> plus three plus five. Um, basically, I don't know what else to talk about because this is like the first time I've done this. So I'm going to finish this up now. I'm going to call it a day. Um, thank you for listening. I have a Instagram if you would like to follow there. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, um, leave a rating. If you are watching this on YouTube, um, leave a comment. Give me a thumbs up. Subscribe. Tell me what you want from me all that fun stuff um but thank you for listening and i will see you after the mexico grand prix